You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Network. It is your host and only host, Dave Sturchio, coming at you once again. Hope everybody's doing okay out there. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, it has been a crazy, crazy week for me. Uh, a lot of things going on here at the studio, here at Chop Studios in beautiful Matawan, New Jersey. I'm recording this on uh, Wednesday. It is August the 9th, 2023. Um, it also, also, I want to let you guys know that I'm recording this from the Richard Lucas Chevrolet and Subaru Studio. That's right. Uh, a brilliant, brilliant and wonderful bond we have with my boy George Lucas over there and um, uh, my best friend Greg and all those guys over there. I feel like the, half the township of Woodbridge works over there, um, but they're really good guys. Uh, they've taken great care of me along the way as far as trucks and service and this, that, and a third. So get, definitely go check those guys out. And I also want to let you guys know that you're listening to this on the Premier Podcast Network. I said that before, but if you guys are into some really high-quality programming, uh, we have ourselves a loaded, loaded lineup from everything. Basically, a lot of pro wrestling stuff, which I feel so, like just extremely honored to be on the same network as guys like RVD and Ted DiBiase, and now Offer Chops with the with the Iconics, which uh, you know I'm producing their show. Um, it, it's a lot. It, there's a lot going on. Um, I was very super jealous of uh, Josh Chernoff, who is one of the owners of the Premier Streaming Network, my co-commentator, my color commentator over there when we do our thing at WrestlePro. Uh, he was out in Detroit for SummerSlam, and uh, he got to do a lot of cool interviews, and I was very, like I said, very jealous, but he informed me um, that I'm going to be able to do the same thing for StarCast. Uh, StarCast is going to Chicago. I'm going to Chicago. Very excited about that. I think it's going to be a great time. Um you know, I've never been to Chicago. From what I gather, uh, the, the current state of Chicago, not the greatest. Um, so I'll just be, you know, checking into my hotel, hanging around those that area, not really taking an Uber anywhere. Um, I'm going to be a busy man over there. It's not really leisure at all. I'm going to be doing a lot of work. So um, I'm excited about that. I just recently purchased uh, tickets to opening day uh, for the, the Dallas Cowboys. I know that's going to be rapidly approaching. I will be in the building, me and my brother, my best friend, Greg. Uh, we're all in there. Um, Greg's not even a Cowboys fan. He, he'll be the first one to tell you that, but he'll be the first one to tell you he hates the Giants fans almost just as much as I do. So that's why he goes there. He puts on his neutral gang colors, and uh, he, he hangs out with us and tailgates and have a good time. So that actually falls on my birthday. The Premier Streaming Network Showcase, uh, PSN Wrestling Showcase, is actually the night before. So literally the month of September has been loaded up, and I conclude the month of September by going out to Dallas uh, September 30th to go see the Cowboys play the Patriots. I know my boy Brett Ernst, my co-host, one of my co-hosts on the Jersey Boys podcast, which you can find right here on the same network. It is a Dallas Cowboys podcast uh, about three guys growing up in New Jersey, which is considered enemy territory. And um, yeah, so uh, he's got he's going to be performing at the Dallas Comedy Club the night before. So I'll go check him out, hang out with him, uh, have a good time, and then uh, you know do my thing out in Dallas. I know a lot of people out there. Uh, so definitely will not know them, but like, I just know there's a lot of people out there that I definitely want to link up with. 
uh, when I'm out there. Dallas is officially my favorite place to be. Uh, if it's not my house or my father's house or somewhere that I, you know, really like being around in New Jersey, uh, Dallas, Texas has always been has always treated me nice. Um, I'm always out there uh, having a great time. The people out there are so much nicer than they are here in uh, New Jersey. Um, sometimes to a fault, you know, I, I do consider the New Jersey Cowboys fans even more passionate than the people out in Texas. And that's not that's not a knock on anybody out in Texas. I'm sure you all love your team. Listen to me, y'all. Uh, I'm sure you guys, you guys, you guys love your team out there. Uh, but there's been times where I'm out there and I've seen some shitty, shitty losses uh, in person. And I just feel like everybody walked out of the stadium just okay with their head like held high. And I'm like, when I lose a game, but the Cowboys was a game. I'm you can't even console me for like a couple of days. So it's uh it's it's definitely it's definitely different. Um, but anyway, yeah. So a loaded September this week. Uh, as you hear the sound of my voice, you'll have three days to listen to this podcast before you realize that there is an open house at Chop Studios. Um, me and myself and me and myself. Me, yeah, I guess you could say that. Me myself and I, along with Chris, um, have uh, you know got the studio ready to go. Uh, in a way where we're ready to kind of showcase it to the masses and hopefully the masses come rolling in. So, you know, it's not a guarantee and it might just be me and Chris kind of staring at each other and saying, well, that was unsuccessful, but we got free food out of it. So it is being sponsored by Panini Bistro across the street. So that's cool. Uh, we're getting some food out of the deal. Uh, but it, it's it, listen, I think is if you're a content creator and, you, and you're in New Jersey and you're li listening to the sound of my voice, this is the kind of stuff that you're able to do here. You know, you can do your podcast, you can do your YouTube show, you can do your Twitch, you can do your photography, you can do basically anything. It's just endless possibilities. You can live stream everything that you want to do as a content creator. You can do right here at Chop Studios. Green screen capabilities, you name it, we do it. Um, it's not an infomercial by any stretch, but I'm proud of what we built. So we're able to kind of put that on full display. Um this past week uh, was a little bit of a rough one um, as far as, well, last Saturday. Um, I entered now year 16 of uh, my best friend John passing away. It's a date that will always kind of be scarred in my mind. Um, you know, it's it just a very, very good person. I Obviously, I grew up with them. We, you know, we played all the sports together. He was my catcher. I was the pitcher. He was my receiver. I was the quarterback, you know, like. He was, uh, you know, we wrestled on the trampoline before anybody else was doing it and made it cool. You know, like we were we were doing all these things together. I grew up with the guy. Um, he's a fantastic human being. Not only that, just his family was my family, uh, my second family. I'd Sometimes I'd spend more days over there. I'd have to be like pried away sometimes from uh, from sleeping over like a seventh straight night. You know what I mean? And, and, and the way he brought up, uh, he was brought up, he was – he wasn't an only child by any stretch. You know, obviously he had uh, his niece living with him. He had his sister living with him. But, like, you could tell that there was more of a separation and the the connection between him and his father um, was, like, second to none. Same thing with his mother. God rest her soul, too. She passed away um, as well and just recently, actually. Um, it's just crazy how it all works out. It's crazy how this world works as, as a whole, right? Like, so it's so hard for me to grasp the concept of, and I'm not about to deep dive into religion but sometimes i do question things i'm just like man if if like everybody's like oh god's plan god's plan and i'm just like man if this is part of the plan then he's not that good of a person right like why would he take the youth why would he take young people away why would he take uh, my best friends away um you know between him and and other friends getting hit by cars and like just some crazy 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 shit 
that happens on an everyday, on the day-to-day, and you wonder why that all happens to you. And I don't know if it's going to serve me a, a greater purpose. Um, I'm not really sure. I really I couldn't tell you because I'm not the spiritual guy. And I've questioned myself, do I go down that road again one day? You know, do I do I believe that there's a plan for all this? Do I believe that, you know, I was being tested back then just so I can, you know, withstand that big of a loss uh, early on in my life, in my adult life, um, to kind of set myself up for the rest of my life, for all the rest of the loss, because ultimately you will lose everything that you have. It's just, a, it's it. It's part of life. It's, it is the, the foundation we're all built on, right? We, everybody loses everything, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no two ways around it. There's just no avoiding the inevitable, and it's, it's unfortunate. But like John was taken way too soon um, from this earth. I think he had a lot more to accomplish. Now, sidebar. What you're seeing out there in society today is much, much different than what you saw 16 years ago. Um, The story, as I told this plenty of times, I grew up with John. I've slept over his house. There was never any, any inkling of anything else outside of just me and him being the best of friends, inseparable, right? He dated girls. I dated girls. We almost exchanged girls. Not like that, but like, you know what I mean? Like he, he would date girls that I used to talk to and I would talk to somebody over there. And, you know, it was just like one of those, you know, your, your best friends, you're going to date the same circle of people. You know what I mean? So all of this was happening my entire like teen life. Right. So like nothing was ever raised. No questions were ever asked. And then one day I'm supposed to go to, uh, Supposed to go to the movies with him, his sister, and his niece. I forget what movie it was. But I get to the house, and his sister tells me, listen, we're going through a little bit of a family crisis right now. We're not going to be able to go to the movies. And I'm like, all right. Like, is everything okay? You know, like, he's like, well, John would actually like to talk to you. He's in his room. I said, oh, all right. Well, that's perfect. Fine. I'll, I'll see what's up. I'll squash whatever's going on, and I'll make sure that he's okay, and then we can go to the movies and enjoy ourselves just like we planned on doing. Um, I go to his room, open the door, and he's there sitting on his bed, and there's another dude sitting on his bed, and I didn't know this other guy. Um, and, you know, I, I was just, I wasn't taken back at all. I just thought he was like another friend or whatever. And I was like, um, I was like, what's going on, bro? Like, everything cool? He's like, listen, man. He's like, I've been going through a lot. Um, I'm, it's, it's so hard for me to tell you this because you're my best friend and I don't want to be judged. Uh, he's like, this is my boyfriend. And I was like, what? You know, like, come again? You know, like, what was that? Um, I was taken off guard. I didn't do the, ooh, or I didn't do, like, what, dude? Like, you know, angry. I was just like, oh, um, okay. And I shook the other guy's hand. I said, hey, nice to meet you. I'm Dave. Um, And I was like, look, man, you do whatever you want. You know, like, I, I don't know where this came from. It doesn't make much sense to me, considering your lifestyle. And remember, back then, you know, I'm 20... 21 at the time so i'm a younger guy right so it's i'm questioning all this because i'm like wait a minute man you you dated girls and you know you you like sports and you you can't possibly be a a gay man there's no way right and but again i was not about to judge my best friend and i said hey man listen you know um do what you got to do you know and and i said (laughs) i made a joke i was like just don't hit on me that's all you know like and that was a joke and he laughed i laughed his boyfriend laughed everybody laughed Um, and that was the go forward. And like, I had to accept it and I did. And there were certain people in his life that did not accept this. And there were people that left his side and there were people that 
was it was very like ew i can't believe this shit you know what i mean and they would they just left and i was like i i can't really believe they're they're leaving your side because of this decision like uh, you know you do what you got to do man like wh- whatever makes you happy makes you happy at the end of the day like who who am i to judge you who am i to tell you what should make you happy or what shouldn't make you happy um and it got to him it got to him hard people very close to him were just like dropping off the face of the earth questioning how can this be you know almost to the point of just being disgusted and remember this is 16 years ago things were different back then there's no marches there's no this rights or those rights or these people going crazy on a you know on a certain month it ain't nothing like that anymore like it's different now it's much more acceptable i have plenty of friends within the wrestling business who are openly gay and there's not i don't bat an eye i don't care what you do i do ask that you know i don't necessarily think like let's just say for instance i am a cowboys fan right i'm a dallas cowboys fan do i need to go around telling everybody every day and shoving it down your throat that I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. No, I don't need to do that. You just know that I am, and you either accept it or you don't, and that's it. So basically, anybody's lifestyle of any variation of whatever you so choose and are passionate about, I don't need to. I don't need to be told a million times. Like I, I accept it. It's all good. We're good. Like that's it. I don't have. It's just one of those things. So it wasn't accepted back then. You know, rumor or non-rumor or whatever you want to call it. You know, I think my best friend, I I think my best friend took his own life, right? And that threw me for the biggest loop when I got that phone call in 2007. Um, it was days before I was supposed to leave for Albany, New York. I had just gotten hired by those disgusting New York Giants, right? And I remember texting John days before that. And I remember the last text we exchanged. He said, you're going to make it. So pumped for you. Like, this is awesome. You're going to meet Madden. This is great. You know, all this shit. So we were talking. Like, everything was fine. And maybe it was accidental. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a detective. I, I'm, I, I, know, I know how to read between the, the lines, the, read the tea leaves. I get all this. If it was, you know, suicide by just poisoning yourself, I, I can't even imagine what he was going through mentally. And I know this is a very upbeat podcast, and I know I do a lot of fun stuff, a lot of interviews. There's going to be more stuff down the line where I'm going to be talking to content creators and other guests and everything like that. It's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I'd be remiss if I didn't, if I just left this part out of my life where it did scar me and it did make me empathize and sympathize for certain people out there. And it made me address specific demons that I had, you know, uh, down the line in 2011. Before I was introduced to wrestling, I was in a very, very, very toxic, shitty-ass relationship, and I didn't have a clue. I did not have a clue that I was in this thing. I didn't. And let me tell you something. From knowing that John took his own life and what it did to people around him, I, I, I contemplated. I was like, you know what? Like, the hell with this shit. I'm losing friends left and right. My own family can't even look at me in the face because I'm blinded by this person who thinks that they're doing everything right by me and and in reality, cheating on me the entire time. You know what I mean? Like, this was real. Like, this was as bad as it got. And I went out there and I I said, you know what? Let's let's just, uh, you know, let's call it quits. uh, It's over. 
little thing called pro wrestling came around. My grandma passed away. Like everything, there's a couple other things that took precedent over my struggles where I was like, wait a minute, man, hold on, hold the phone. Like maybe, maybe, maybe you should address this wrestling thing. Maybe you can live your dream for you and John. And then maybe, you know, you can live it through uh, being uh, motivated by your grandma. You know what I mean? Like, and the family that I have was being brought back together. I know that death is not supposed to bring back a family, but it kind of did. You know what I mean? Like there was, and I'm not going deep into my family, but every family's got some shit. You know what I mean? Like that, that nobody's perfect. Um, but sometimes death will bring together people. And I felt like there was more of a family camaraderie around my own people, right? And I was like, you know what? I'm sticking around. I, I think I'm going to live this through. Everything's going to be all right. And I did. And wrestling came around, and I started to chase the dream. And I did it for John, and I had his initials, you know, stitched into my gloves and um, everybody knew why I was doing it. And then 2018, fast forward like five, six, seven years, I go in another rut. 2018 was another tough year. 2014 was another tough year where I tore my ACL. I thought my whole career was over. Pain pills, all that shit. Went down that road. Um, addictive personality, man. Let me tell you right now, I have a very addictive personality. When I get into something, I go all in, right? I mean, I'm talking, you know, look, the gym now is my outlet, right? That's the perfect spot for me to just kind of get all the demons out and just kind of work it all out and leave there feeling a little bit better than I felt going in, right? 2014 was tough because I couldn't go to the gym because I was on my butt, right? And I was just like, oh, man, I feel sorry for myself, you know? You know, doing drugs, selling them when I didn't feel like I needed them and I was out on my I had no cash, so let, let me just sell them too. You know what I mean? Like, it was a rough time, bro. Um, 2018, I fell into some rut where, you know, I let my ego get ahead of me, and I felt like there were, I was untouchable, and I was doing the wrong and saying the wrong things, caught myself into some trouble, and I said, you know what? The, probably the easiest way out of this whole thing is just goodbye. You know, like, and th those thoughts came back. It wasn't until 2018 where I dove into the world of therapy and talking to somebody and and realizing that there's a greater purpose in life and there's there's more to it and now there's more to live for and now especially especially now in my current life 37 years old going to be 38 in a couple of weeks right and it sucks <laughs> I'm getting so old um and I feel it trust me when I tell you I feel it physically I feel it I might feel I might look on the surface like I'm really like starting to come into my own but like at the end of the day when I wake up in the morning it's like crack 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 crack, crack. <laughs> everything's cracking um, but, uh, I, I, uh, like I said, I don't know where I was going with that, but I, I, right now my life, I have so much to live for. And I'm not even just talking about my business. It's my, my home team, man. Those are the people I live for. You know what I mean? It's like, and my family and my best friends. And look, when you get old, you're going to lose friends. That's just the way it is. Like you can't have the same group of people surround you forever just not going to happen. It's not going to work out like that. It's never going to be that easy. It's not that black and white. It's just never going to happen. I've kept my same friends around me um, as much as I can. They know I'm busy. They're busy too. I have lost connection with a couple. I've regained connection with a couple. Like there are my ride or die guys in my group that I can always, always, always rely on. And I'm talking about the Gregs and the Kevins and the Marks. And, and those guys have been my dudes forever, and they will forever be Joe, Big Joe. Like, those guys will go to bat for me. They'll kill for me. I'll kill for them, right? Like, and those are the guys you really do need in your corner when you're going through some hard stuff. Because you know what? At the end of the day, 
when you take away and you strip down Chop Studios and you strip down the wrestling stuff and you strip down all this shit, like, what do you have? What what exactly do you have? And and it's and it's your friends first, to be honest with you. I know people are gonna say, well, if you got kids, those are your first, and they are. Trust me. But what I'm saying is. The people that arrived, that arrived first and have been there through it all are the people that you have to appreciate the most because, you know, relationships will come and go. Your kids one day will get up and get out, right? I mean, I did, right? My brother did. We all, we live in our own lives now. I mean, obviously, yes, we always have Sunday dinner with dad and that's, it's great. And, but one day that's, you know, it's not going to be a thing, right? And one day it's just going to be too much for us to travel and do this all shit, but at the end of the day, when you really break it down, your friends will, will, the ones that you stuck with throughout this whole ride, will be the ones that you can call and say, hey, man, I need to get a beer. Can you meet me here? Or, hey, man, I need help moving this. Can you come to my house? Those guys will always be there for you. They always will be. That's why I envy and I cherish and I just always will hold with the kung fu grip my relationships and my friends um, and my best friends that I'll just, I'll always, I'll, I'll go to bat for it no matter what, no matter what, I don't care. No, no job, no responsibilities, no, nothing comes in between me and my crew. And I hope that if you're listening to this, you have people that you can rely on too. And if you don't, you know, I, I shoot me a DM. I'll be your friend. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I want to be friends with everybody. I just don't have time. The allocation of time is, is ridiculous. My, my, my time is limited. And I truly think that, when push comes to shove, you know, you're going to try to make the most time for your family and your friends, right? There's been too many times where I felt like in the past, you know, we're two and a half years deep on this business. And there's been a lot of things that I missed out on, whether it be a, a concert or a trip down the shore or a trip here or a trip there. There's a lot of things that I missed out on because I was trying to build this, right? But now I'm starting to realize that as I get older, as I get uh, a little bit farther in my years where I I don't want to say that I'm on borrowed time because I'm, <laughs> I think I'm still relatively young, but, like, I see how some people start to live at, like, 60, 65 with, like, an expectancy of another hopefully 20 years to get going, right? I want to kind of start that now, and I know there's the responsibilities. I know I got to make sure I get my kids through school, and I know all that, right? And I'm, and I'm going to do all that. I told a, a bunch of friends that if if I don't if I don't perfect anything for the rest of my life, all I want to be is the perfect dad. That's it. That's it. I know it sounds ridiculous how that's the only thing I want to do, perfection, because you're going to screw up in so many other ways. You're not going to take the garbage out. You're going to leave the toilet seat up. You're going to do all this other shit and piss all these other people off. You're going to say no to hanging out here and say no to going on this trip. And you're going to you're going to piss people off, but at the end of the day, if those kids at your house and your home are looking at you like you're the fucking shit, then guess what? You've done your job. You've done good. I didn't expect all this to be a life podcast today, but this is where we're at. And I dedicate this entire thing to my best friend, John. I know that deep down inside that even if I'm not the biggest spiritual person, I know that he's gotten me out of some serious, serious jams. I've... I've gotten in trouble with the law, and I thought that for sure that I was I was screwed, beyond screwed. And Dad, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mom, she she's a chip off the old block, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, but I, I'm not I'm not I'm not a criminal by any stretch. But what I will say is that I've I've screwed up, you know, and I've and I've drove drunk, and I've done these shitty, stupid things, 
in my life where I felt like you know, me and my one of my best friends, Tommy, it, like it, Tommy's been my shit. man. I've known Tommy since literally preschool and we've fallen off a little bit here and there and we're just kind of getting back. And, you know, um, but there's been times where we've texted each other like, how, how are we alive? Like what, what, what business do we have being alive based off of what we did last night or what we did two days ago or what we did 10 years ago? When you're driving over somebody's property or you're beating the shit out of somebody in a parking lot or, you know, you're doing all this. We've done so many wacky things that I'm just like, how how am I not doing some kind of sentence right now? You know what I mean? And I know that's that's John. That, that's that's people looking after him. my grandma Rose. Like those are the people that are looking after me to make sure that I'm not doing the like. And if I did do the dumb things, making sure that I just get out of it as soon as possible change my lifestyle a little bit you know clean it up just a little bit like i'm not mr let's go um let's go drink and, and go crazy every night right because I, I used to be right i that's the beauty part about these facebook statuses that if people say to you that you post too much right i post on facebook and my instagram and all my other social medias right but facebook in specific because facebook gives you the chance to say on this day on this day, what did you say on this day last year? What did you say on this day 10 years ago? You go back and you look and say, what the fuck was I thinking? Or what was I talking about? Or how did I talk like that? What was wrong with me? You know what I mean? Like, what, you're like a, like, you're brainless. Like, what's, you know, but you deal with that. You deal with that and you look at how far you've come from those moments of just being like, holy shit, I can't believe that came out of my mouth or that came out of my fingers or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, but it's true. You've lived that life. You've tried being the center of attention. You've tried being the party animal. You've tried being the wrestler. You tried being this, you tried being that you tried, 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 tried. And let me tell you something, try it all, go through it, do it young. <laughs> Don't do it now. Um, and, and recently I, I've, I've had fears, not fears, but like thoughts that like, if this whole thing doesn't work out, this this chop sports media, this chop studios, and things don't work out. And not every business works out. It's just the way it is. But if it doesn't, where will you be? How will you be set up? Right? So I have been trying to venture off and do certain things that I didn't think that I was willing to do again, like go to Chicago and get my name out there in that regard. Or, for instance, I, I took a call with my old colleague Howard Gaber who runs the HSG network he's, he's where I started with my uh, high school football high school basketball play-by-play -play, right and I said you know what hey man listen um I'm down to work again you know I want I want to I want to get behind the mic again I want to get the headset on I want to do these things I want those are the things that made me happy and, and I'm not saying I'm doing it in in replacement of chop sports and 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 chop studios because this is my baby this is what me and chris have built so we're gonna see this through and as long as i keep putting in the effort and keep putting in the work good things will happen right that's what they say that's what the old adage right all this shit that's what they say so i'm sticking to it i'm putting the work in we got the open house coming up i got people in my corner i got good people i listen i have ideas out the wazoo that's right i said that wazoo i got ideas man i got ideas of what i want to be what I want this to be, what I want this show to be. I have all this shit. Right now, it's a it's a podcast with guests and, and life experiences and stories, right? But I want to interview the top-notch people. I want a call. Like, I'm in a room right now by myself staring at a wall 
talking to myself and to whoever's listening. Not even live. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just talking. But I know I'm good at it, and I, or at least I'm comfortable at it, right? But there's things out there that I want to do, things that I used to be uncomfortable doing, you know? Um, there's a lot of experiences, a lot of risk to take. But at the end of the day, if you don't take the risk, well, chances are you're not going to come out doing what you love. And I've experienced that all too well. I've, I've worked for some shitty, shitty people. My most recent job was probably the best job that I had, and I left it to, to pursue this. You know, working for Dr. Sean, and that, you know, truth be told, I, I had it easy. Like, I was just trying to do my best. I was making decent money, you know, just going in there every day, dealing with patients and, you know, doing the best I could, right? But I, before that, man, holy, I've had some shitty bosses. Bosses that I wish would come see me right now because I – promise you I'd bounce their head off the pavement <laughs> you know what I mean like I back then I was timid and just scared to speak up and now I don't have a boss and and so people are like well you know you work for Premier so you got a bunch of boss. no no because I can tell Premier to go scratch tomorrow and, and be fine you know what I mean like I like doing what I'm doing for Premier in fact so much so that I'm like begging to be in like meetings and like hey man can I sit in on this can I can I pick your brain can I you know can I get in on the next production meeting I just want to know how this all works because I'm building something here I'm building an empire and that's exactly what I set out to do in the beginning of this whole thing a lot of people laughed when they saw that chop sports became a, a business outside of a Facebook group right people are looking at like what is he doing are they think that do they actually think that they're gonna make money by doing a podcast by doing a show well, guess what, mother effer? I'm still here, you know? I'm still here. I, I, I have not gone anywhere. This, this business has evolved into different things, gone down different roads, and if I have anything to say about it, it's going to go down three different roads going forward, right? There will always be another path, right? And I've said this probably on this show and definitely in the past, don't take the shortcuts, man. Just don't. Because if you do, you're going to realize that the lessons that could have been, you know, learned along the way, you skip over them. And then when the hard times come, you don't know how to react. You don't know how to deal with it. You don't know how to do any of that shit because you're so wound up and, and so strung on the shortcut that you forgot how to get there the long way. I have gotten there the long way. And I'm not done yet. That's the beauty part. I'm not done yet. So. In any event, I don't know how long this one went because the recording machine's all the way to the other side of the room. So I'm going to call it a day. I have a very busy weekend. The open house, I'm going to relax on a, a, a summer Friday with my best friend, Greg. Sometimes you got to unwind a little bit, recharge the batteries. You got a big weekend ahead, got a big, big September coming up. So August, you know, you got uh, fantasy football drafts left and right. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to check out some of the fantasy football content, you can head on over to the Chop Sports Social that's on the same network. That's actually able to be viewed over on Premiere. You can check that out. Um, check out all the stuff we got going on. The the Mets and the Jets have a podcast on our podcast network. Uh, they came over with me. Uh, check out the Jimmy Palumbo Show, which I'm a co-host on, That I do that on Tuesdays. Check out the Jersey Boys podcast. It's another podcast I'm involved in. Check out, uh, check out Off Her Chops, which is just Jesse and... Uh, Cassie, it's just uh, it's just Jessica and Cassie. They're they're amazing people. I've gotten a chance to work with them, talk with them. They're they're awesome. It's just it's a whirlwind. I'm going through a lot of stuff right now, a lot of transitions, right? And I think it's all for the greater good. And if you're not trying to get better every day, then what the hell are you doing?
What are you doing? Question yourself that. All right? So enjoy your weekend, everybody. Take care. Love to everybody. God bless. And I'll see you guys next time.